This is Shame on You, our unapologetic guide for giving zero fucks. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brad. Now let's get a little weird. I want to be a proud gay man. My parents were always like, oh, why don't you find a nice yeah. girl? I don't know. You're scared just for of me. Boom. Just admit it. Okay. I why forgive them the for bum that. Bum? But like, yeah, why are you giving <laughs> the bum bum? No, I don't look like that. <laughs> oh, God. Unique New York. Um, unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> me, 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 me. Welcome to the Shame on You podcast, where we practice vocal exercises. Me, 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 oh me. Oh my God. Me. My name's Jordan. And I'm Brad. And if you want to be a guest on our show, you can email us at shameonyoupodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have a question or hate mail. Because that's coming. That's definitely coming. You've yeah. already offended everyone. Especially after what I said last week. Yeah. Which great. I've asked a bunch of people about what I happened with the trans man, and everyone said I had the right approach. Well, but maybe <laughs> you just didn't vocalize it properly. Also, the people I think, that I surround myself with. I think the approach was probably fine. Um, yeah. So, this is episode three. Hopefully. Hopefully. Depending on how we edit this. Yeah. But yeah. It's probably episode three. We got a great guest for you, and that's it. Uh, so how was your week? Uh, well, today I had another trans man message me. How does this keep happening to you? Something in the air. It's trendy. I know everyone's trans these days. You got to get into it. There's a couple, honestly, there's a client of mine. I hope he listens to this. I would, (laughs) you're already laughing. A client of mine, I would consider changing for just for him. Imagine I showed up in like a dress. I did this for you. (laughs) He'd probably run the other direction. And then what if he says no? Then I'm fucked. I did it all for him. Yeah. Well, I had another trans man message me. And I really, this, I actually really want to have a trans guest on. We talked about last week. Yeah, I think we need to. Because I, I don't know questions. what the hell is going on. Yeah. And so, again, uh, shame on you podcast at gmail.com. If you want to come on, um, if you identify as trans, trans man or trans woman. And I will personally go down on you as a thank you. But and unless... It's no, no, that's part of the commitment. I just go down. It's like a surprise bag. And if it's like, whatever's down there, I have to deal with. Okay, well, that's fun. And there's about a 90% chance it's probably going to be a vagina, I would assume. If it's a trans man, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, anyways, I'm going to perform oral sex on our guests. I'll do anything for the podcast. <laughs> Live on the air? Live on the air. Oh, that's the noise I make when I do it. Ew, gross. And let's not pretend that our guest isn't already in the room right now. Yeah, normally we record our intros separately but if you hear random spanish laughing in the background our guest is in the room but he he's uh he's just gonna laugh for the first 20 minutes and then we're gonna actually have him on but yeah usually we don't have our guests in the room when we record because you can't talk we usually shit talk them. shit about them first well i don't think talk shit about them but i think we talk about things that would make them maybe uncomfortable yeah and then be like i don't i don't know what i'm doing they get cold feet right but anyways, the other thing I wanted to say was um, I went to Barry's today and then my favorite thing that I texted you about to do is sit at Starbucks. Usually I'm writing on my book and eavesdrop on people who are on first dates. Oh my God, that's my favorite. It, I, I feel like, you know, when they always say like, describe your perfect day. It, that's all I want to do. Just eavesdrop on people. That's a sad no, just existence. Like, just like, just like the dates when they come up and they're like, Hey, are you, are you, yeah. And then the, the Like hug. it's obviously an online meeting. 100%. They all yeah. are. I mean, nowadays everyone is. Exactly. So, but I got really excited because it was two gay guys. Were they cute? One was bangable. The other one was just, just 
just horrendous. Just really, I mean, I don't know how to describe it, but just just not my type, but also horrendous. Like there was an obvious disparity. Or anyone's type, really. There was an obvious disparity in the looks department. Yeah, and I think they were meeting for the first time because it was all the questions you would ask, like, what do you do for work? Well, we've discussed this before and I get catfished all the time, so maybe he just had good angles. This fucking good angles. I'm pretty sure when it happens 20 times, it's not on them anymore. <laughs> it's angles. No, it's not the fucking angles. But anyways, this is the best question that I overheard while I was... And by overheard, I mean I was literally eavesdropping on the whole thing. Yes. He asked him, what is your gross monthly income? Excuse me? Gross. Not even net. Not even what is your salary. What is your gross monthly income? He sounds like an accountant. That's what it the sounds worst like. Type of or like a mortgage person or something. Like, I've never... And I just went... I was Maybe like it wasn't cringing. a day. No, it was definitely Maybe he a was a mortgage broker or something. Maybe. <laughs> just got really close. No, because he had his hand on his leg. And I was just, you know, maybe you got to go Oh, so they were hitting it off. Not everyone is as shallow as we are. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. But no, no, uh, no trans. So if you'd like to come on in your trans, shame on you podcast at gmail.com. Brad, how was your week? Well, I was dumped yesterday. Ooh. So that's nice. Um, Am I supposed to pretend I didn't know that? Yeah, well, obviously we talked about it. I called you immediately after. Obviously, we text about literally all day long. Yeah, um, I'm always afraid to pull up our chat history actually in public because it's mostly like Jordan sends me dick pics all day. Um, not of anyone that listens to this podcast. No, I never. Would never do that. No, no. I'm, never. A, I'm a lady, and not any of our future guests either. Um, yeah, so I was kind of blindsided to be honest. Like, uh, I was at a music festival all weekend. And he messaged me and said, can I come and visit you on Saturday? And I, as most people know, I like to partake in recreational drugs every now and again. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm going to be high as shit on Saturday. So I don't think that's a great idea. But if you want to like come and hang out at my house and I'll crawl into bed at one in the morning. That is a, honestly, my mind. That is a really good idea, though, when you're feeling oh, like, yeah. so lonely and alone. And needy. And- I when like I'm coming I, down. I cuddle my pillow like it's like a, a man. It's so sad. Like I like to take my pillow and I just like put my arms around it. And then I You kiss your pillow? No, I don't kiss it, but like I get I get like sad, so I just kinda like snuggle up to it. I mean it's really sad. Well one time I remember he made me stay overnight because you were feeling so needy. I know. Which is very <laughs> weird for me because sometimes I just I'm, I just want everyone to get away from me. Yeah, mostly yeah. I do all the time. Anyway, so he didn't end up coming. He was actually kind of offended that I didn't want him there, but I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and then the next day, again, I was at the music festival and he said, oh, I have uh, dinner plans for us tonight at like 8 p.m. I was like, well, the music festival goes till 11, so I will not be joining. And he goes, what? You can't just leave and then go back? I was like, fuck, no. I no in and out privileges, bitch. I paid good money, which I actually didn't. I got them for free. Shout out to one of, our, one of our future guests, perhaps. Yeah, she already said she's going to come on. Um, yeah, so he was again offended by that, but he was like, oh, I miss you, all this bullshit, whatever, whatever. And then the next day, of course, when I've got an emotional hangover to deal with also, he um, called me and said, I need to end this relationship. I, my ex has been calling me quite a bit. Wait a minute, he said, I need to end this relationship? Well, not in those words, but... He's so fucking lame, he would say it in those words. Of course. It would be like a formal document. Shut up to... Oh my god. I wasn't going to say his name, but yeah, there it is. Thanks for breaking my heart. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was like debating going back with his ex. And I just said, well, I'm fucking no one's second choice, bitch. I'm out of here. Well, I, I wish everyone up. could see the like black woman finger you're like throwing around. Right I now. know. I have a lot of funny hand gestures. Um, yeah, so 
he has decided to give it another shot with his ex, who is a cocaine addict, who mm. was verbally and physically abusive to him. Nice. Cheated on him multiple times and was just fired from his job. What? Substance abuse a jackpot. at work. Let me tell so, you. So, obviously, is making the right decision, and I wish him the best of luck. Uh, but he was supposed to actually come and meet my family next weekend. Uh, we were going to go to a wedding together, and then he was going to come to my family cottage and meet the parents. So I just said, like, thank you so much for doing this before you met my parents. And also because we leave for Spain next week, and now I can go and be a whore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he goes, um, I don't think you're supposed to tell me that. And I go, well, it's exactly what I'm going to do. So we're going to figure out how many licks till you get to the center of it. Center of what? I don't know. Remember that song? Yeah, that's for... <laughs> oh my god, you should never sing again. I'm doing the chair too. You should never sing Well, again. at least the good thing about breaking up with is you can fuck his uh, identical twin brother. Well, they're not identical, but they do look very similar. Except one is 20 pounds less. We yeah. won't say which one. It's not the one I had. How many enemies are we going to make on this podcast? A lot. Like, how many weeks is this going to take? Like, definitely going to listen to this. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? He deserves it. Anyone that breaks up with you deserves it. So, so what do I you wish do him the it? worst. Do you miss him? Um, no, I don't miss him. But he continually texts me and says how much he misses me, which, I mean, who wouldn't? Who'd, I mean, yeah, it's me. It's like when you and I, when you and I go on dates, we go, so, he, so the guy likes us, obviously. Obviously. We're not full of ourselves at all. No. Mostly exactly. you. But no, I'm into my personality a lot, but, you know. Well, that was very obvious in the last podcast also. Anyways... What do you mean, last podcast? Like, last episode? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's ob- it's going to be obvious in every podcast that I'm a narcissist. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that you guys would ever get back together? I'm not interested in it. Like, I really don't believe in second chances for people. Like, if he, doubt- if he doubted it now, uh, and I say, yes, let's get back together. Like, what's stopping him six months from now when his ex decides to call him again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Attention over here. I'm just going to go over here now. Well, it's nothing like getting dumped, not like for a quality man, getting dumped for a man that's a drug addict and abusive. Well, I honestly think that he just like craves conflict and drama. Like, 100%. Yeah. I have a stable job. I'm not fucking possessive and jealous. Like, I don't know. Like, I think he just craves conflict. Like, to him, that kind of means passion. I mean, we're, we're, we're going on a trend here. I definitely have a type. Well, we'll get to that in a second, but it's actually intensity. There's someone said this one of my th- one of my many therapists said, "Never confuse in- intensity." One of your many therapists that I've walked out <laughs> on all of them, except the one that sent me nudes. Um, he said, "Never confuse intensity with intimacy." Well, it's completely true. And you sometimes in relationships you don't get those high highs, but you also don't get those low lows. Yeah, and like I wouldn't consider myself boring. Like I think I am a pretty entertaining partner, but like. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go crazy on you if you don't call me for three hours or, like, whatever the fuck. Like, he would text me, and I wouldn't respond for, like, an hour or so. Because, I mean, I do have a day job where I'm quite busy. uh, But I also do live on my phone, so it's not really a good excuse. Um, But, yeah, he would go nuts if I didn't respond in, like, two or three hours. Be like, Brad, is everything okay? Where are you? Uh, But then, like, the reverse situation, if I texted him, he wouldn't respond, like, all day. So it was kind of a double standard in that regard. And I think he just liked to have 
a bit of the control. I think it's an age thing too. Like he was much younger than me. So yeah. I think he felt like he had something to prove. Like he was like the man of the relationship. Well, and you live in Toronto and he lives in you know, big city boy. Oh, and you live in the big city. You're so successful. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like he saw that in you as well. So what is your type? You mentioned you have a type besides, uh, can I tell you your type based on last week at the beach? Uh, the type is been in the country less than six months, which is on theme with our episode. Mm-hmm. And also English is a solid B minus. Yes. And also brings mango juice to the beach. I mean, I prefer non-communi- <laughs> non-communication. <laughs> no talking, please. No talking, please. Yeah. Well, you definitely have a type. Well, he'll be, he'll, that guy, other guy will probably live in your house in about a month. Thinking? Yeah, probably. We'll yeah. see what happens. I gotta get a house boy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I mean, you haven't lived until you have one. Yeah, I don't know if I can live with anyone. I've been thinking about this especially a lot lately. Probably in 10 years, maybe 20. I mean, I lived with my ex for like eight months and it was a lot. Like, I don't know if anyone like knows the housing sizes in Toronto, but my place is like 600 square feet, which is great for one person. But then when another person comes with all of their shit also, it's quite claustrophobic. But also like, don't you just have like a bad day and you come home? And it's just like, ugh, you again. Yeah. That's what I would do. Like, even if I love you the person, again. I just, sometimes I just like hate everyone. I'm oh, like, just oops, go you're here. Like, like you always are. Yeah. So. Well, I also really enjoy my alone time. Like I am quite independent. So when I get home, yeah, I just want to chill. Like watch TV and not talk to anyone. Yeah, call someone over from Grindr. Be an adult. Exactly. Holla. Well, I called a woman before noon today. I called her a rude cunt. That's nice. Before noon. she do? She, you know, those like yellow things in the middle of the road. They're not, they're not like, like pedestrian crosswalks. Yeah. They, they flash. Otherwise known as. I don't fucking those know. Those yellow things in the street. I don't know what people, most people refer to them as. They, and they don't have them in every city. We're going international. I guess. Shout out to our gays in Saudi Arabia. Oh my God. So this old woman was like crossing across, like she's just crossing. She's old, like older. Like probably, the light was going. Like she had the right Yeah. Of and then she's probably like 70, 75. And this woman, this clearly like doug ford trash voter like had made a wrong term and ended up in my neighborhood and she just yells at the <laughs> woman this is where this is where the classy bitches live and she was like leaning back in her chair and she's like come on cross let's go as if the woman's just taking her time for fun and she was clearly like the woman was disabled and so See, a real gentleman would have helped the old lady across the street yeah but i was kind of far and i was oh, okay. i was having my iced coffee too so of course kind of in the middle of it and so I, I said, I don't know. I just like said something along the way. I said, she's clearly going as fast as she can, you rude cunt. Because the, the cunt really like pops. Oh, yeah. And it's just no like, one wants Whoa. to be called a cunt. And I didn't, I was, I did a really good job. I didn't call her a fat cunt. And honestly, that was on the edge of my tongue. You like, should I was have. about to say fat cunt. But yeah. So, what kind of car was she driving? I don't know why like, I want to know no, that. No, no. I'll like, tell you what she was driving. Get, it's a big car, massive. Like a nice one? Yeah, it's expensive. Like a Range Rover? No, she wasn't that classy. Oh, she was trash. Like, it's a car when you are, like, have no class. Because it was a Hummer. Ew. It was, like, one of those, like, really wide Hummers. She's just like, I feel like it was, like, bright orange or something, too. It was yellow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Bang on. (laughs) It's like, what color do you have? uh, What's the most obnoxious color for me to get? What do you have for trash that live in Markham? Yeah. So, yeah, so that was... Well, now you just offended everyone in Markham. There we go. There goes our Markham audience. Yeah. Because there's so many gay people in Markham. They all migrate down to the city. Oh, man. <laughs> the hate mail's got to come flying in. We should in. have a bell for it every time we, like, offend someone. Like, you mean people you. People who drive Hummers. Ding! 
Yeah. Just keep it going. Fat people. People in Markham. Yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the anti-shaming podcast. We're and like so fat everyone. people. No, I listen. If she was said something really nice to the lady, like "Good job, you're doing a great job. <laughs> you're doing great, you're crossing, sweetie. You're crossing well, honey." <laughs> then obviously, I wouldn't have brought that up. But you know, it's just I'm just painting a picture of trash. You know, whenever you see a Trump voter, never like what a gorgeous person. It's always like some swamp creature. Yeah. Fucking gross. I'm on a rant today. Put the wine down. I know. What to, what happened to you? I don't know. I'm very angry. You're so I'm, pleasant. I'm also sexually, ago. really sexually frustrated. And the only people that have been hitting me up are like recycled men and trans people, apparently. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But like, you know, when you just sometimes you're just like, yeah, we're done on the sexual front. Well, when you mean, when you say recycled people, you mean like you've seen them? Like they're hitting, you're they're chatted text- with them before. No, they're texting me like, hey, like. Or you fucked them before. Well, no, first they start a conversation. It's been like eight months. Like, hey, how you been? And then I just write back something like, what do you want? Because like, yeah. I'm just like, and then it's like something sexual. Well, maybe that's not why you're getting laid. I just want to like, f- there's so much to sample. Why would I recycle? I mean, desperate times. What? Desperate? What do you mean? You Don't- said you were sexually frustrated. No, I know, but it's not desperate. I can get sex all the time. Then why don't you? Let's do it right now. Let's see how long it takes you on the air. <laughs> well, this neighborhood's a little rough, but I could probably get someone 40 minutes, like a pizza. Yeah. We'll start the interview with 40 minutes are free. Just, yeah. So we are having our guest on today. Talk a little bit about him before we bring him on, as if he's not in the room when we say bring him on. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, we, I met him 10 years ago. Is it 10 years? Like? 10 years, yes. Yeah, that's his voice, the Mexican one. I am the Mexican. I am the Mexican. Caramba. What Caramba. is that? <laughs> I was trying to do that, like, I caramba. Oh my goodness. Um, Racist. And now we've offended Mexicans yes. also. Great. There goes our Mexican demo. How Great. many demos can we cut off? Oh no. Um, I met him 10 years ago. My boyfriend and I were supposed to spend Valentine's Day together. And my, or my ex-boyfriend, so he'll be the guest on the podcast, but he was my boyfriend at the time. And he said, I said, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? And he said, we're hanging out with my friend. He's an illegal Mexican. I said, great. That sounds yeah. like it's, that's when you know your relationship has about How 10 romantic. minutes till it's over. And so I went over to the house and met him. And his English was, I'd say, C minus. What do you uh, say? I would say it was pretty good. Really? I mean, that's what I thought. But then I met you and you were a little bitch about oh, it. Oh, that's true. I wasn't, listen, I wasn't a bitch, but I will say when I was learning Spanish, it's nice when someone corrects you and you're... Tr- yes, but at the time I didn't There's appreciate nice, it. Like yeah. now I understand what you were trying to do and I thank you for that. See? Oh, look at that. I'm the reason that yeah. he learned English so well. And I also remember I used to speak in a lot of slang and used to say that was very annoying too. Oh, yeah. It was mostly because I didn't understand what you were saying. Yeah, that's true. Because you think about that, right? Think how much slang mm-hmm. we use all the time. Imagine yeah. you Yeah, like they don't really teach you that in school. No, no definitely not. So no one says Dios mío? No. no or, yeah, maybe, but... Only on, like, it's like mostly an, yes. yeah. Oh, Dios mío! <laughs> and then they faint. Like, oh. always when we go to, like, Spanish-speaking countries, I caramba, that. that, like, I don't know where you got that from. That's no from The Simpsons. <laughs> or what What do you say? I caramba! Isn't that what you keep saying during, at the beginning, when you were introducing me? Yeah, yeah, but is it, no one says, I caramba? No. What does that even mean? Isn't it, like, some stupid thing when you watch, like, Mexican, car- like, a, like, a bad caricature of a Mexican mm, person? No. Well, maybe, but here. Like, not there. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. But it's like when they do Canadians and they do like, hey, we talk like a this, boot? eh? And we're living in the igloo, eh? Yeah. Like, it's not exactly right. what you're like. Well, that's like small town Ontario talk. But anyways. Oh, great. There goes our other fucking demo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Thunder Bay. Oops, Anywhere yes. that Porter Airlines flies, we're not going to have any listeners. I mean, you know what? I don't want them either. They're probably on math. 
So, <laughs> oh my goodness. So, Saeed, um, so you came to this country 10 years ago. Yes, that's correct. And a few days is my anniversary, actually. Is it? Yeah. Cool. September 11. Oh, what a wonderful day. Yeah. What else happened? It was cheaper. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was actually way cheaper. I think I paid like two. Wait a minute. You flew, flew on September 11th? No, 2008. So no, what? On. No, I know. I know how to do math. Well, barely. But wait a minute. So, so are people superstitious about that day now? Of course. No, no, no. But at the time, I feel like airlines, a lot of people didn't want to fly it on that day. So they will have, they will have uh, cheaper flights. Oh, okay. Can you just tell me what you're trying to do? Brad, don't make hand gestures. Well, like, this isn't we, a professional recording. Are we just going to keep rolling? I think so. Does anyone have to pee? Well, a little bit. Okay, let me just pause. Estas son las mañanitas que canta. El rey David. I paid 100 pesos for this. Keep going. Ay, caramba. Okay, and we're back. Escuela. 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 So we're back from our pee break. Little update for the audience. I got a message on Scruff. As you will recall, Brad says he wants to know if I can get laid in 38 minutes, which is what we have remaining on the clock. We could probably roll over. And I got a message that says, nice lips. Again, ass lips, probably. And I said, thanks, bro, which is what I say when they're, when I think they got chest hair and they're a little bit masky. Don't you play it up? No. I don't ever. You're, you're trying I don't to mislead them. people. Yes. That's why want... Brad keeps getting catfish for life. Because I don't, is, I don't yeah, mislead yeah. people. No, I mean, like what I'm saying, game, like, girl. that's what everyone does except you. No, when I see they have like a little, I'm like, I just don't want to like scare them. I don't think I'm the most like, like, you know, I'm just, I'm somewhere between. I don't I also just like, we talk about toxic masculinity all the time. And now you are like part of the problem. This is not someone I want to spend a life with. I know, but. And then he says, I'm jerking off your mouth hungry. To which Brad said, the most offensive thing is the lack of punctuation. There's no punctuation. Is that a question? Is that a statement? Disrespectful. Is my mouth hungry? Like, am I hungry? I feel like the grammar's even off tonight. I'm a little bit hungry. You're always hungry. But how could my mouth, it's not a separate entity from me that it's hungry so back to 9-11 which was a special day that's correct 10 yeah. years ago i flew on that day i got this amazing deal for 200 dollars cancun toronto toronto cancun Air round canada? trip for Air fucking 200 dollars yeah. i mean 10 years ago but like you can't even fly to montreal for that not anymore no. it's insane but at the time people were scared of flying on that date right well of course especially the south america you gotta well, take advantage of yes. south americans Latinos in general are like very superstitious people. And also you can think of it the other way. The least likely that there there be another 9-11 would be on that day, right? So it's like... But you know, like, as Brad mentioned, like, we are not... We're very superstitious, like, constantly. Remember Jorge with the limes? Also, it's a conspiracy theory, 9-11. I don't know if you guys know. Do you remember Jorge with the limes? I don't know about that. Uh, Oh, yeah. That superstitious thing? Do you do that in Mexico with the limes? I mean, you put limes in a bowl of people water. People do. I to don't extract the evil spirits from your. I house. would say, although I'm very Mexican, I'm not that Mexican. Like I, I have a little bit of common sense, and I don't believe in this, like crap. 
This crap. No, that's a good way of putting it. This crap. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you're listening to this and you're religious, turn it off. Well, apparently, if you put limes in a bowl of water and it turns black, it means that evil spirits have been sucked into that water. To which I say, it's just science and that's mold. Yeah. Yeah. The evil mold. The evil mold is growing. (laughs) Well, I mean, that would reflect more on the person who chose to date that person, which would be you. Whatever. So maybe you should do an intelligence check. So anyways, back to 9-11. So you yeah, arrive so in Canada. I arrive in Canada on my own. What was own. your intention of this trip? I mostly just wanted to like learn the language. And I also, as a closeted gay man in Mexico, I wanted to have a little bit of freedom somewhere else. Was it like really bad at the time back then? Uh, I thought it was. It was pretty bad. Like, like super I mean, conservative? It is and it is not. Like, you know, like as a gay man, like you constantly have all these like barriers of your own that you like set. Worst case scenarios in your head is what you're saying, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, the best thing for me is just to go somewhere else and be gay. So some people would call that running away. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I ran away from my problems instead of like confronting them. Sounds like my dad. But what did you (laughs) tell your parents when you left? You're like, oh, I'm just going on vacation? No, no, no. Like I was supposed to come, find a job be here for six months and then go back to my country. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, it's 10 years <laughs> later and here he is. What a plan. He I, really followed through. I, I managed to stay here for longer than what I was allowed. So when you got to the airport, it was September. Oh, 9-11, right? 9-11. I won't go on and on about that. Genius. <laughs> we got to stop drinking during this podcast. So you get to the airport, you come through, I guess you hit customs. What happens? So well, you had a visitor's visa, probably, right? You at the time you didn't need a visa, okay. so you just needed your passport, and you were free to enter the country. But this is what Trump. You had to have about. a return ticket, and I had one. Right. But what happened is uh, they lost my luggage at the airport, like the airline lost it. Okay. And kind of, and kind of, in a kind of way, was I was lucky because I had like thirty pairs of jeans, forty. Thirty. 30 shirts and t-shirts. And you were supposed it. to be for two weeks, right? No, six months. No, no, but did you tell them? I told them that I was here for like 20 days. Oh, uh, You know, okay. when you want to wear a different pair of jeans every day. And then oh, like that's how you got into the country. Okay. Like yes, you were like, like if, I'm going to be here working for six well, months. Well, it would have been very suspect. Yeah, no, if my luggage, if, if I had had my luggage, I would have been like, Screwed. I wouldn't be here right now. Right. Who the fuck owns 30 pairs of jeans? I used to work for a clothing company, you remember? Oh. So I will get free clothing all the time. And I was like, well, one for each day. Well, Why not? And like, you dress quite well. So. Well, thank you. Thanks, sir. Anytime. Um, so yeah, I, I just decided to come. I told my parents I was coming at some point, but then I never did. So like you never returned home. Well, I mean, we get the spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, like I just like after like ten years, I was able to go back recently. But before we get to that, uh, the reason why I stayed it was uh, I met like amazing people in this country and uh, some cons like you. Who was like your first friend? Like, how do you make friends when you show up in a country like and not know anyone or anything? But he's very personable too. I I would basically die on the street. But I I am right now. Like the Said that came 10 years ago like wasn't like these i He's literally changed man i would like just go to the bar and literally just stand by the bar oh. and wait for someone to come talk to me well and i saw pictures from 10 years ago you looked like a little worm back then like, <laughs> he was so, about like, I was very 76 pounds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean like, i'm surprised anyone hit on you at the bar well I, I will get like mostly older men hot Yes, and like you will have to get what like whatever you could table scraps. Yes, I'm like hello, sir. Hola, 
Hola. Hola. That was my opening. So when, <laughs> when you arrived here, like, where did you have a place to stay? Like, were you in a hostel? Like, what happened? No. So my plan was to be here for and have a little vacation before I started looking for a job. So right. I had a hotel. I was staying at the amazing Delta Hotel in Gerard. Beautiful. Uh, Great I had, area. I said, Great area. Amazing. But I didn't know where that was. Of course not. But it's so, downtown. Like, downtown Toronto is quite small. Yeah. And but that area gets a little. I mean, make a look at the yeah. dead people on the street. I used to yeah. think it was like. A nice area back then, like Young and Dundas. I was like, wow, I want, I want well, to. Are you here comparing that day. to like? Well, Young and Dundas isn't bad, but then once you go east, it's like it gets sketch. Yeah, but I wasn't. Well, Young and Dundas is a fucking nightmare. No, it's it my nightmare because there's people. It's touristy, like I crazy. like where there's nobody. But it's not nice. Like it's just like tacky. It and, is. Like, yeah, it's, it's like of, Times Square. Like I'm like, yeah. get me the fuck out of here. Like a shitty imitation version of Times Square. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so uh, day three, I was here that the film festival was going on. So I go watch a movie at the AMC building, and on my way out, I decide to have a sum- Subway sandwich. Delicious. Yes, and then this... A Mexican delight. Delicious. This episode brought to you by Subway. Subway. Eat I don't fresh. think they would sponsor it. Absolutely well, not. They, 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 won't, they won't like it when they find out that they hire illegals. Oops. Uh, Shout out to Subway. That day, I go... So you went Subway. in and ordered a sandwich. Do you remember what kind of sandwich it was? A meatball sub, because it was my favorite, favorite at the time. Delicious. Yes. So this Mexican girl happens to be helping me, like with she my. She was sandwich. your sandwich artist. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. Why well, you laughing? That's what they call it. <laughs> I know, but I just think it's really funny every time. Goes Picasso, says, Michelangelo, and <laughs> then Subway. 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 <laughs> she was Chicken really teriyaki. good at it. So I was struggling, like figuring out the money, whatever. She's like, "Oh, let me help you." She asked, "Where are you from?" I'm from Mexico. And then she's like, "Oh my god! Like, what are you Habla doing here?" <laughs> so we we start. <laughs> Mucho gusto. gusto. Brad, can you do your impression of you speaking Spanish, please? It's the speech from Brad's face. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone's heard it. We don't Gracias need to hear it. Gracias por vivir en tu casa, <laughs> en escuelas, en el azul. Anyways, continue. I think it's really funny. Uh, so out of nowhere, she's like, well, if you're planning to stay, wink, wink. Uh, you could be a sandwich artist, too. She's like, you, why don't you come back on Monday and you have a job? I was like... What? Like it hasn't even been like three days and someone. But you said K. You didn't say what. You said K. Well, K is equivalent (laughs) of saying what, which I got criticized a lot at the time. Remember? Why? No, you used to say what "What is it, but you were talking to a Spanish girl, so you said K. No, but K. I said perdón. It's like the polite way, right? Uh, I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, just come back and we'll train you. We'll pay you cash. So I, I just like, think that's so funny because everyone's like, oh, it's so hard to like find a job. It's a major and, like, corporation. And, like, yeah. But like, he's here for three days and a job, and a cash like, paying job like, oh, falls uh, in his lap. I believe it. It's franchisee. They don't have to pay like the EI, the CPP. Nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you think like they paid you? What did they pay you? At the time, $7 an hour. What was minimum wage then? Nine, maybe. Okay, so they That's do definitely, fucking. like, take advantage. But it's not that bad, because, like... They should at least pay you minimum wage. That's, no, like, very they're morally paying... bankrupt. But, I mean, he's in a bit of a precarious situation. Yeah, but yes. you're taking advantage of that. Oh, 100%. Uh... I'm not condoning this behavior. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, I mean, when you come here on with, like, without documents, like, whatever you can get is, like, fine. Especially that I came with, like, $2,000 on my pockets. Yeah. Like... Nothing. Maybe at the time it was a lot of money. What was your, like your weekly take home pay? 
from Subway. I will work like 70 hour weeks. What's wow. your monthly gross? What's your income? monthly gross? But I see, like, I will take like maybe like six, seven hundred. And like to me, that was a lot of money at the time. Oh my God. Can you imagine living in Toronto at six, seven hundred dollars a month? I was paying for a basement. What the fuck? No, but at the time, like, I was, I was sharing a basement with two other people from Mexico. And I was paying, my share of that was like $200. How did you find that place? Walking down the street. Like the three of us decided to go out one day. And there was like... uh, What do you mean? You mean, was I with you? No. No, it's for the Mexicans. Oh, the Mexicans that you met. Oh, yeah. I didn't live with you until like later. Fucking, I can't believe, I still can't get over the fact that Subway just like a major corporation. So wait though, you were paying, you were making $600 a month, but paying $200 a month. No, no, no. No, that's like a week. Like, do the math. Like, oh, 700 a week. Because I was, I was uh. working like 60, 70 hours a week. Like, I will go to work at 6 a.m. and leave at 12 every day. Like, Again, not even legal. Yes. Yeah, so, like as if Subway needs any more bad publicity after Jared started fucking the children. Well, the thing and is, like, Jared people Subway, found, yeah. like, plastic in the bread. The thing yeah. is, like, you think, you think Subway is hiring me when they're not. This is, like, they're, like, all these it's are, like, franchisees. Franchise. Yeah. 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 yeah, I understand. Like, it's, like, the little guy, and they're all, like, from Just South don't Asia. say which location it was. <laughs> Young and Dundas. Young and Dundas, yeah, you said it. Ugh. It's okay. But, like, I feel like everyone does it. Like, people, I just found out that, like, a major, like, restaurant, like, yeah, like, shout out to I mean, how many times they, are you going to get sued this they, episode? <laughs> they do hire illegal people. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We probably have to eliminate that. That's quite a yeah. claim. Oopsies. <laughs> I mean, like, who's listening to this anyways? Oh, Peach, I got a big marketing plan behind this. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let's, where were we? Where are we? Uh, first job. Yeah, so. So, okay, so I started making a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, a lot of money for Mexican standards. I met, like, what was, like, my first boyfriend at the time. So, I mean, like, I've never had any of these. Who was your first boyfriend? Uh, His name was Rob. And he was a physician. Yes. Whoa, Peach. Yeah. Cashing in. He lands and he just goes to the top. So, I was like, you're lonely. And although everyone thinks I'm, like, very, like, tough and whatever, like, yeah, like, at the time, I was, like, very soft. I turned into the cold bitch that I am now after, like, later. I know. I, I don't <laughs> I think like I've, to think that was my influence. I've Osmosis. never seen you cry except for on New Year's and then... Every New Year's. And then happens. also when you saw your parents. Anyways, continue. <sighs> do you have... Yeah. A, oh, yeah. I was like, do you have a video of that? But yeah, you do. Yeah, we do. It's, yeah, we'll be posting video. that on the website that we don't have. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so I met this guy. I thought he was great. Dr. Rob. And I was supposed to go back two months after I met him. Then he dumped me, or I dumped him. I don't remember what happened. I do not remember what happened. It's been too long. Did you dump him? I mean, him? just say that you dumped him. Well, who was it? He was also That's doing. Do. He was also doing his rounds. You know, like they they like. Uh, like he was still a student. He he was yes, like technically like a resident or whatever. What? He was doing <laughs> his <laughs> rounds sexually. <laughs> oh yeah, like he is the first person, to, like that. Well, it was the. It wasn't the first person I had sex with, but he asked me, he asked for an ID before we had sex. <gasps> well, because you looked like a little worm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you could have you easily passed for like I was nine. 19. Nine. A little pepito. 20. Yeah. Oh, my little pepito, make love to me. Oh, my God. I kind of think we're a little Italian there. Yeah. So he asked for ID. Wait, hold I on. I thought it was really weird. So I pulled out my passport because I didn't have any other form of ID. <laughs> uh, here you go, sir. Like, hold on. Ask for ID foreplay or ask for id pierce like before sex before sex obviously so like right when you go to get the condom like oh by the way yes 
Actually, that is such yeah. a deal breaker. Oh, that's weird. That's no. so funny. I love it. Deal breaker. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, no, I don't mean. I mean, he's breaker. protecting himself. He's a doctor. He's yeah. got things to. You know, I could sue him in the future. I once yeah. had a guy like ask me right before we started. He said, "Oh, are you HIV positive?" Like, didn't I say mean, like that I, is a mood killer. But didn't even say like, "Have you been tested?" Blah blah. He just like right before, and I just like. Ugh, also, like, what weird. kind of question is that? Like, you can't lie to that, and like. Like, who's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm having unprotected sex with you and say, like, yes. Is there any other kind? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, friend oh, no. <laughs> Shout out to Prep, our new sponsor. I hope so. Truvada. Mm-hmm. So, after him, was that about the time that you met Paolo and I? So, I met Paolo on uh, <laughs> Manhunt, when Manhunt was a thing back in the day. Wait, weren't you in a relationship still? Well, you asked this one. Exactly. That's when you know it's going down. Well, we started to open it up a little bit sexually. Oh, but I don't think that's why he was on it. Like, he was on it because you guys were on a break. Uh, not according to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we did go on a break. It's like the Friends episode. We went on a break. <laughs> we for, were on a break. For two weeks. And during that two weeks, I hooked up with the one person I really wanted to hook up the whole relationship. Because <laughs> I was like, I got 14 days. Let's do this. Okay. Wait, you gave a time limit to your break? He People was like, we should that? take a couple of weeks off. And the next day, I text this guy. And I was like, yo, I got two weeks. <laughs> you wasted no time. Well, because I had been like, had really been building up tension with this person. <laughs> and who probably is going to listen to this, but whatever. Let's not name him in case we I don't ever have him can, on one day. We? I don't, I don't think he'd come on, but no. he, so then during that break, maybe that's when he messaged you, but I don't, I'm trying to do the well, math. The I don't thing, think we run a well, break at like, that point. Paolo messaged me before he went to this uh, Argentina trip and he was in Argentina for a month. Oh, that's when he went to Argentina to meet a man that he met on the internet. Oh, that guy and he that was he brought here. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. But by the way, kids, if you're taking notes, this is when you know your relationship is going a little haywire. <laughs> we need a break. And also, I'm going on a month vacation. And I had no problem with that. I was like, please, I'm hooking up other people. Go. So he goes on his vacation. When he comes back, like I didn't hear from him for like a month. And I didn't know anyone in the city. I had met, met a few people, but like nothing. Like, you know, like, you know, when you can be friends with someone and like. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> of course. I have like six friends. So he goes like, I'm new in the city, let's meet up. We had like an hour conversation over the phone. And then we were like, okay, let's hang out. And I think we went to a bar for a drink or something like that. Did he pay? No. I think like we each, we each pay. It wasn't a date. Like it was like, you know, like Paolo, he did put an ad on Kijiji for look, looking for a friend once. Yeah, really? he did. Also for a threesome, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Oh and I was God. the person that was involved, which, by <laughs> yes. the way, that's where you're going to get the quality. Uh, well, it was Craigslist. Thank you very oh, much. Craigslist, not KG. Oh, when they still had the personal section. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, you're really cool. Like, let's hang out. So we went out a few times before Valentine's Day. And he's like, hey, do you want to spend Valentine's Day with me? Cute. And then he started describing the manliest man <laughs> in the world. And then I came in. He's and like, I was like, yeah. This is my boyfriend. He's into cars. He plays basketball. <sighs> he did, did not ever play basketball. He did. I, I actually promise. did play basketball, and I'm like, very athletic. But you're short. But you also know Paolo. He likes to I'm average height. He okay. likes to exaggerate times a thousand every single story. He does. So he probably exaggerated. Listen, yeah. I drove a Honda Civic. I don't think I was that into cars. <laughs> And my parents bought it for me. So, so I come, exactly I come into Paolo's apartment. Uh, Jordan wasn't there at the time. He was pooping. 
And then, they actually poop? Yeah, but that's these, what I'm always doing. That's then, when people can't find me. Like, there he is. Then you came out of the washroom and you were like, hi. I did not. <laughs> I was like, okay. You're like, sir, are you lost? I'm waiting for the manliest man <laughs> to come through the I'm door. I'm waiting for the car yeah. buff. So then we, like, I remember these because I feel like I played an important part in both of your lives as a, like, you guys were so afraid of going out to gay bars. We also were like, our relationship was dying. It was like the last year. Of it was dying, but you also never we were went, also closeted at yeah, that point. You yeah, never, you yeah, never yeah, went to sure. a gay bar, like, like anything like that. So that day I basically forced the two of you to go to El Comento Rico with me. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. And like the Which two, is one of my favorite bars in the city. It's, not because it's this Latin, it's like mixed gay bar, mostly gay. But it's a weird mix. Both of them came and they both were freaking out. They were like, what if someone sees us? Like, but I feel like we had like one of the best nights at like that I've ever had. Like, it was I mean like, that's rude because I'm right here. No, what uh, I'm saying is like it's like no, when I'm you connect when you connect with people <laughs> like that, it's just like, you know, like I'm hanging out. I'm the third wheel in these like. You were basically. We were all single, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know it. But like, we went out and like we danced and. Yeah, like I feel like after I like, after I met you guys, like the two of you start getting more comfortable with like your sexuality, like with like coming up with terms and sexuality, like with other men. Yeah, which is so funny because like you came to toronto as a closeted man too but you didn't know anyone so you didn't give a shit that's correct but, yeah like it's like i didn't care like, i was like you came to the city as a closeted man and well i wasn't even living in the city that he would commute from, I would hamilton. Commute yeah. from hamilton for my shit job and i would come i every weekend i would just come every single weekend yeah and Fun i would wear times. the worst world i would wear armani exchange clothing and i would think <laughs> i looked so i think hot. we all were wearing like crappy clothes oh, like we were like I, it's i tragic. have never stepped foot in an armani exchange and i never well, I don't know. Do you remember when I dyed my Ew, hair? Do you remember uh, when I dyed my hair dark brown? Oh, yeah. it was so bad. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing stuff. And we used to go to this place. And actually, like, when we first started going out, it was like we started going out. Like, we would go out Wednesday to the barn, Thursday to Woody's. But that's because you didn't leave here. Pell and I will go out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Like, we How were, old yeah. were you at this point? 20, 21, 22. Oh my God, I'm tired just... It was exhausting. It. I could never do that like, now. It was Ugh. like, if we didn't go out one day, it was like a waste. What am I doing home? That was a question. So I, I need was a nap, just like hearing right about now, this. Yeah. Where are you going on a Monday? No, I, I don't know. I was at home. But no, you guys like, just go like to the home. barn. This place called The Barn was like the shit show. It was like Wednesday. It was called College Night. College Night, yeah. I went there once and someone tried to give me a hand job on the dance floor. Well, so there was a dark nice. room for that. That sounds Brad. about right. Oh, I wasn't in the dark room. I should have gone <laughs> I'm there. I'm surprised it wasn't a blowjob. Like that was kind of more what The Barn was I about. Mean, with your history. And then the other thing is like when you come to a new city, because everyone's just so sick of each other, because it's such a small world. You just get all this attention from yeah, you're the new man. Meat. You're the you're new, like the new meat. You're the fresh meat. And I did I not handle those it days. well. Yeah. Now I'm old news. But back to me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's been about 10 seconds. We talk about <laughs> it's me. about us now. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I met amazing people. At some point, I met Brad. Yeah, that was, I, what, like, three years after that? Yeah, I met him uh, like through Paolo. Because it was Paolo's birthday party. Paolo will have a weekly flavor of the week. Yes. A friend every week. Yeah. Peach, can I just talk about one thing that is we're missing before we get to that yeah, absolutely uh one time paulo and i thought it would be a great idea to open <laughs> up our relationship okay. and by that i mean paulo called me and said i posted an ad on craigslist like saying we were two good looking guys like two mask jocks fit, which probably paulo was, was back just, then 
Yeah, and no, we don't cite bros. <laughs> and then he's he called me the next day and he said we got three responses to our Craigslist ad, and one of them was Saeed. <laughs> but in my defense, so my defense I did not know it was them. Well, you guys didn't have a photo up, right? No, no. Just like, he just, but he responded with photos, and that's how we knew. And we didn't tell him for like what six years, maybe. Uh, yeah, something like that. Did they you will... just not respond to the? I don't. Find no, I, I didn't. Think I think so. so I did not reply with a picture, but then Paolo, because I f- feel like he was the one in charge of this ad. Yeah, he texts or he emailed back asking for a picture. And so you sent one. I sent one. And I probably I said something like I am the Mexican. Yeah, something like some sort of garbled English, some sort of broken English. Yes, that is so I funny. But they kept it in secret for the longest time, and then one day they go, "It's like we have a secret to tell you." Well, you the second remember? he told me that the he, the only response he got was Said, I just go shut it down, shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what other kind of rip, but also probably Said messaged you knowing Said at the time. Well, you, have to, you probably messaged like twenty people. Yeah, you were very oh, no, absolutely. Like, you were very sexually liberal at the time. I was, and I was also like very sexually frustrated. Like for nineteen or twenty years in Mexico, I never really had any gay. Well, all encounters. of us are like that too. I mean, when did you start having like gay sex? Oh, yeah. I was twenty three. Like I was a late bloomer. Yeah, but like, well, you've made up for lost time. I have definitely made up for lost time. <laughs> but that's like that's how I felt when I moved here. I fucked the whole city. Yeah. I was like. Three sums? Why no? Five people? Orgies? Like, five? bring them on. Yeah. Uh, that's you had a five stressful. person? I mean, with five people, yeah. Five five plus you, so six? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. That is very Well, stressful. you know, when you're high, you start forgetting numbers. I was, you know? I was saying, I don't think I was high. Just drinking Just lots. roll with it, so it's okay, a narrative yes. for the podcast. I was very high. Actually, you know what? You're probably right. I was probably. high. Probably. That was when government was open. That was when you... And didn't you also meet someone at government? You you met some friends there? Those were the glory days. It, it, I did, but it was like Mexican people. So like I never like follow up on that. There was a Mexican celebrity actually that I happened to meet. At but why didn't you want to hang out with Mexican people? Like, Well, my thing was like I kept seeing all these uh, Latinos mm-hmm. around the city and like none of them spoke English. I'm like... Well, I, they all seem to find each other in this city. Like, Yeah. So I'm like, if I keep hanging out with... Uh, it's like there's it's nothing like I love Latinos when you brought so Jorge why, when yeah. You, when you, yeah we know that when you brought oh Jorge God. in I thought it was like really nice to have another Latino mm-hmm. in the group because and a psychopath too well, we, also we, got that we did not it. know that we didn't know that but I wanted to learn English so I was like if I start having like groups of Latinos I'm just you're like, never gonna get better yeah so yeah I stuck to the white people and also, a lot of the guys, like, you're oh, like... Oh, so we were being used this whole time, yes. Jordan. That feels yeah. really We're still nice. being used. Yeah. We're translators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guys that you were the most, like, when you started dating, I remember, you're like me, and, and actually Brad, too, we're the most sexually attracted to guys that don't look like us. Yeah, opposites oh, yeah, attract. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like... I mean, like, I, like, why would I be with a Mexican when I had lots of those back home? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I feel the same way. Yeah, like, I'm like... I feel attracted to, like white people mostly the whiter the better uh, super white for mostly you. i mean like for i me probably the opposite i've yeah. had all the flavors probably but what are the flavors you know all the oh guys uh, ginger matched with me on tinder today and i'm considering it oh really normally i am he not, was cute you sent me photos. yeah i'm not attracted oh. at all to I didn't fellow redheads but like 
I feel like I gotta do it. Can you get him on the podcast if you guys hook up? <laughs> I mean, that's not gonna <laughs> be my even, opener. You don't even know him yet. I haven't even seen him yet in real I'm life. I'm ready to open with that with someone. Be oh, like, hey. That was great. Okay, I'm the ginger. Oh, hey, it's a social experiment. I want to fool around so with a fellow ginger. I wouldn't ginger. call this a social experiment. Well, like, I, have, I have been with other Mexicans. Mexicans, yeah. But like, no, but here. it's not like when... Yeah, anyways, you want a different variety, a different flavor. Yeah. Spice of life. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. It's like when we travel, we're so successful. I'm a masculine man. (laughs) Mask musk. Mask musk, that's all I'm looking for. Okay, so fast forward a few years. Um, So for the longest time, I was um, single. Mm -hmm. And ready to mingle, like I was really, really slutty for a long time. You know, like fucking here and there. Well, we're very sex positive on this podcast. Yes. Piece. Don't be ashamed of I yourself. I remember you used to hook up with a guy and then you would finish and then an hour later you go back and grind her. Yes. Uh, I've never done that. Please don't forget the detail where I would pay for the cut to get out. Right. Because like, most of them were, you know. <laughs> on, a, on a sandwich artist's salary, you were paying for people's <laughs> No, no, no. I wasn't, I wasn't a sandwich artist anymore. <laughs> oh, you moved on? <laughs> yeah. I found a better job. <laughs> I remember when you did find that better job. So you, the second job you got was a place we won't. Oh, it's closed now. I can don't say, say the name. Yeah, yeah. Ivory Thailand. Why Ivory not? Thailand. Like, oh, that place. No, because I just I'm not really in the mood to get sued this year. You can't. No, the other one that you named that we have to remove. Anyways, oh. let's continue. So you used to work at this place called Ivory Thailand, which was so funny because basically fifty. I would say, estimate to say fifty percent of the staff was illegally employed. All of them, actually. All of them? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was trying Were to they be, all uh, Latino? No, Thai people. Oh, they there were. was okay. one Latino, Fernando. Um, there was one white person, and then everyone else was, like, Chinese or Thai. But, okay. yeah, everyone was illegal. I always used to joke that if you walked in there and just yelled immigration, like, everybody would just scatter like mice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time Paulo called from his work because he was working for the government. Oh and it's my like God, government it like, of Canada and everyone was like, I'm not answering it. I was freaking out. I was, oh my God, that's so like, funny. But also, they sponsored. They sponsored our lives. Yes, because... How so? Uh, I lived say, on a diet of pad thai and vodka that was stolen from the bar. Oh, that's nice. It, it was like, you know what? Like They owe me money, so I they owe me that. So you were also getting paid cash there, obviously. Yes. And it was less than minimum wage again. Yeah, yeah uh, but you get tips, the right? So it makes up. Oh, you're a server there. Yes. Uh, so yeah, when you're like in the restaurant industry, like making, even if you make six dollars an hour cash, it doesn't matter. Like you make up for it with your tips, right? Yeah. Gotcha. So after that, I mean, they decided to sponsor our lifestyles. I mean, at this point, no, they pro- didn't. Hold on, <laughs> they did not have a conscious decision. It's called theft. <laughs> It's called, he, he used to say, uh, like, he'd be like, okay, we're going to go out to eat. And I'd be like, PJ, I'm hungry. He'd be like, I'm going to bring you pad thai. And then you would bring two water bottles of vodka that you just like yeah. poured just from, from the bar. bar. Pre-drink, yeah. I love it. And the best part about that restaurant was they had a sign on the outside that said no MSG. Oh my God. But then one day, because I remember I ate that food and I was like, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. But and it was like told so me good. So I go, th- I go into a, the kitchen yeah, one day. Of course it's good. I go to the, into the kitchen one day looking for salt. I'm yeah. like, oh, this needs a little bit of salt. It's like, so... At this point, they trusted me. So they was like, oh, salt is right there. So I go, I look at this like huge bag, like 20 kilos of like something that looked like... Like a white crystallized substance. Yeah, but like the grains are longer. So I'm like, I don't think this is salt. So I ask, and then the head chef is like, yeah, it's MSG. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even try to cover it up. It I'm just like, went right I'm to like, it. The head the chef. Like, 
people, he sang like a canary. People ask you, is there an MSG in your phone? You're like, no. Well, like, that's dangerous because some people are actually yeah, allergic, allergic to it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, they never told us. Like, they never, like, disclosed Were there ever it. any incidents? Like, where someone... <laughs> Not that... Probably people will complain because of the spice. They were like, oh, I got sick because of the spiciness. But it was probably MSG. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. That is... And, I mean, like, at this point, you're probably making more money than the average tax-paying Canadian after tax. I mean, not really, because, I mean, I was making, like, some money. Like, like what yeah. would be your monthly, what's your monthly gross? What's your monthly uh, gross that income? place, I was, well, probably for my age, that was, like, fine, because I remember, like, you making, like, 40 working at that. Uh, yeah, and I was, like, I felt like I had no money. Ever. I was making probably, like, 50, like, tax-free. Well, you're making 40 pre-tax. Yeah. yeah. And you're making 50. Yeah. No tax. And I lived in a two-bedroom apartment, which was not a two-bedroom apartment. It was a one-bedroom plus a closet. And I lived with a you woman. lived in the closet? Get it? Yeah. Get it? I didn't it? even have a See window. what I did there? I remember. Where was it? Is that even oh. legal? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. What's that? Oh, to not have a window in a No, only bedroom. if it's a basement. If it's a basement, you need to have windows. Oh. I thought... Okay. Remember that girl I lived with? Yeah. Lindsay... And we won't say her last name. Uh... <laughs> She would go on dates like every week. I remember she was, obs- it was like her full time job was just dating. No one wants me. She'd be like, she'd go on dates. <laughs> Why do you No, she was like very manly, but she was like a straight woman. And she would go on these dates and then she'd come back and she'd be like, I don't know why he wasn't into me. <laughs> I was like, I'd be like, Did you shave your back? I mean, I don't <laughs> oh know. my God. And she secretly, like, I feel like hated me. Well, I mean, most people do, but yeah. it's not so secret. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I remember. And then I remember I used to have parties on the roof of that building when we'd invite yeah. like 40 people over. There'd be so much drama. It was like Laguna Beach Fun that, times. that time. Yeah. I'm yeah, so everyone, glad I missed so that much era. Gay drama. Such a bad corner also. It was like Dundas and Victoria or something. Yeah, I once saw an, a homeless guy trying to drink gas out of the hose. Yeah. And the owner of the ESO station said, had to ask him to leave. But well, please pay for the gas first. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you drank exactly one liter. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. They say CDs. Mm-hmm. That's a rough neighborhood. And then after you moved to Ivory, Thailand, oh, you moved, it turned into a French restaurant and you worked there. It turned into a French restaurant. They got greedy. They thought they could be making more money, but they did everything like half a So mm-hmm. they went bankrupt. It they, wasn't open for, I remember you had the tasting. It wasn't open very long. It was open for a month. And then, okay, yeah. so listen to this story. How do you go bankrupt in one month? No, the thing is, like, they spent a lot of money on, like, new... We, as, when it was a Thai restaurant, it wasn't fancy. So when it turned into La Perreux Bistro... Yeah. Uh, why? Can you say that again? La, La Perreux. La Perreux, yeah. yeah. So they start buying, like, new cutlery, like, new, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. But they weren't making a lot of money because they had this clientele, and then everyone ran away. Yeah, you can't just go from, like, a low-end yeah. And they place. also, like, they didn't tell anyone that they were switching. Yeah, I so, remember that, and they screwed everybody over. Yeah, so one day, I go on my break, lunch break, and I come back, and the restaurant is closed. I'm what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're no longer employed. I'm going on lunch. They're like, you're going to have a long lunch. Just so keep going. I come back, and everyone comes back, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, like, we don't know what the owner is. Like, we don't know what's going on. The manager is, like very frustrated and he is just bear with me stay here let's see what's going on in that minute i knew that something was going on so after being here for maybe at the time three four years like my 
my instinct to survive decided to You're go like, get me the hell out of here find a new job in that moment so i just went and put new like clean clothes went on craigslist and find found this ad <laughs> craigslist is so handy for you yeah. Yeah. when they shut and shit three sums jobs three but everyone stayed outside of the restaurant waiting for an answer i'm like fuck this. no i'm like i need money so i went to look for another eat job. or be eaten exactly yeah so the same day i'm freaking out i'm stressed i'm don't have papers so and every single job that i've had like subway and the other one just like fell on my lap yeah i never actually had to go on and hunt for anything yeah so i go and find this uh mexican restaurant hiring and how stereotypical yeah i was like okay i'll go for it i go for an interview two seconds later after i leave they call me they're like can you start tomorrow i'm like what sounds like a great place they're just hiring people and like <laughs> off their lunch break and they, they were they were hosting like a like job fair at what day. point in the like interview process are you like oops i don't have my papers I, I i you leave that out once they fall in love with you right when they call you it's like hey can you start working i was like yes but yes physically i can but then when you're on the phone you're like hey listen i don't really have papers to work it's like immediately we're like don't worry about it just show up tomorrow you have a job doesn't this make you wonder like how many people are legally employed oh there's lots of them yeah i just told you about like what percentage of the restaurant industry in toronto would you yeah. say oh Do you know like uh well established restaurants i will say like real restaurants you know like corporate like subway <laughs> That's not a, a, like no, but it's like a massive corporate entity. No, like I, I don't think that the restaurant at the Shangri La will be hiring any illegals. You never know, though. But they're unionized, so they need, you need to be legal in in order to be part of the union. Mm-hmm. But I would say maybe thirty percent, twenty percent have at least a dishwasher that is illegal. So it's it's a big, big, big. Uh, like number and like is it mostly dishwashers and like that kind of stuff is it servers is it chefs so it depends so this one other place that i named earlier uh it's an italian restaurant and they're looking for people with a really thick accent like a like thick a, italian accent yeah no just any accent no 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 Pakistani? thick thick thick, no. <laughs> <laughs> thick italian accent was that a dumb question <laughs> no it wasn't i don't think <laughs> Well, maybe. maybe I can't yeah. even do. It, I was gonna do like a carbonara and a Pakistani accent, but I please don't. don't. It. Yeah, please don't. Uh, Pakistani so, audience. Yeah, I was very surprised and it, it, because I went like in Yorkville, Yorkville. Like it's like fa- for those that don't live in Toronto, never been here. It's a fancy area. It's where all the mm-hmm. celebs go. You saw Shakira the other day. Yeah, she was right there at the coffee shop. Look at you go. What did she order? Oh, I don't know. A she latte? orders for herself. Yes, she was there. She was there with friends, actually, oh. no security or anything. Oh, that's crazy. Um, but she, no, not she. Um, no, not she. She switched genders. No, sorry, no. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, these places <laughs> in like really, really affluent like areas of the city are hiring illegals. So it's it's it I happens everywhere. Yes, I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I'm kind of jealous. I hate paying taxes. Oh, no, fuck my paycheck. Yes, yeah. but also a lot of, like, look at today's unemployment rate. A lot of people, and this is me being in, in, like, in the restaurant industry, people come these days and they don't want to work. They're mm-hmm. like, they want to work for three shifts. When I start working, I, like, I will work, like, 
seven days a week, eight days if the week had eight. Eight well, days. I think that's like the plague of the millennial generation. Also, like, yeah, people they are come, just lazy. Like, I just want to work three hours and make like a million dollars. Like, that's not going to happen <laughs> if you don't work. But it's it's. I mean, he's turning into me with his exaggeration. Pesos, pesos, pesos. But the one thing is, when you have all these illegals or foreign nationals, as we call them in the legal industry, <laughs> <laughs> you're in the industry now. No, I'm not. Uh, they. They are here to work and to be like loyal to the one place. Mm-hmm. If you tell them they have to work 20 hours in one day, they will do it. Because they're here to support their families. Do Most of the money doesn't stay here. They, well, and, you send they money home it. still, right? And not anymore because no. my brother moved out of home. Uh, but yeah, for at least eight years, I was sending at least $500 a month back home to help my family. Mm-hmm. I don't do it anymore, it's but such a noble cause. it was like a lot of the time that I was here, I was helping with this and that. I pay for my grandpa's dentures, uh, or veneers. I don't know what you call Ven- them. You got veneers? Yeah, Damn. Something like that. Yeah, I was like, eh, just pay for it. Well, you dentures know. are like also expensive. The old people wouldn't like, but this is Mexico. You pay 20 like pesos for everything. The permanent there. ones. Um, well, I always, like, I joke about the tax thing, like, that being an advantage of being an illegal immigrant, but, like, we take for granted a lot of things. Like, you had some health issues when you were here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for example, like, uh, I I was, while I was Are in... Are you talking about chlamydia? <laughs> <laughs> that was free at the, uh, hassle-free. Hassle-free. And that place is quite a hassle. Wait, do you not need to show your health card hassle-free? No, it's free. Like, that's the, that's the point oh. of being hassle-free. Like, you just come in... If there's no hassle. No, there's always ask, a hassle. There's a hassle of running to everyone you've ever They don't ask with. for IDs or anything to just, like, come in. They give you... Even if it's HIV, because I ask, what happens if I, like... If you contract HIV? Balloons fall down from the ceiling. Ta-da! It's like a big party. Oh, my God. So, he was, like... You wouldn't get the treatment, but there are ways around it. Like there's associations that that will help you. I love how loud that was. <laughs> Brad tried to covertly pour the wine, and you could hear it. It sounded like you were taking it a like piss. Someone peeing. I'm pretty sure at this point everyone knows that everyone's wasted. Yeah, no, no, this. we haven't recorded one episode sober, which I okay. much prefer. I need we a know. ref. I, I need a refill, sir. But mm. this is kind of the thing about. Like when I just why I hate Trump and all everyone around him is that like we are secretly addicted to this sort of slave labor. Like it's like yes, we get rid of the illegals and it's like okay, but then your fruit's gonna go up twenty five percent or or run It's like we live in this underground economy where it's like you can hate these people, but they are you know, but picking, they're a necessary part of our economy. Yeah, because we built this economy underneath it, and, and it's the hypocrisy is just so evident of yeah. people. Like the second you tell them their prices is gonna go up on their you know on their fucking avocados, avocados, and all then, the white people lose their mind. Yeah. Also, ask them to pick avocados for no money. They're not gonna want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Fucking white people. Worst. Oh my god. Worst. Okay. But yeah, like uh, the day that I had to go to the hospital New Year's Eve, my first year here, I it's New Year's Eve. I started having like these like pain on my lower back, mm-hmm. and my personal physician, the guy that I was dating, he was like, "Oh, you have an abscess really close to your anus, like on your tailbone." Yeah. So he like basically diagnosed me, takes me to the ER. Why didn't you just do it in the kitchen? Just drain <laughs> it. Well, he didn't have the tools. Uh, 
I know it was a joke. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, your mom offered it. I'll do it in the kitchen. Well, if once. it's just like minor surgery, yeah, like well, stitches. Well, or I something. wouldn't really call that minor. You're, well, no, the that like, is major. They, it is, but for example, the first time they put me under anesthetics. That's the and first that's time. And that's expensive. So listen to this story. I go into St. Michael's, which is a learning hospital. So you have like 20 students looking at my ass. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. And there I am, like, waiting for an answer, like, what's going on? They're like, okay, we're going to have to put you under anesthetics, open, drain, whatever. Can Canadian, they give you an option, or they're just like, this has to happen? It has to happen. Canadian hospitals, they didn't ask for a credit card or anything. They were like, just come in. We'll do it. It wasn't until after. that. Well, because they assume everyone has... Not really. A health card, no? Actually, no. The, the way Canadian government works or Canadian health card, uh, healthcare works is they will treat you first and then they will find a way for you to pay. Right, okay. It is like the other way around happens in the States. You come into the hospital with a wound, life-threatening. If you don't have insurance... They give you the bill first. And then well, it's you... a little bit different now with like Affordable Care Act. Yes. But yes, yeah, you're yeah, right. Like, that is kind of their, their At thing. the time, like it was like that. So they just like treat me, everything. I have 10 students looking... Like, doing, your butt. Not anymore. This is after the surgery. Okay. So everyone's there. The billing guy comes into the room. And he, With all the students there. Yeah. That's nice. And he's like, okay, the room for the night is going to cost you $4,000. For a room? That's how I much think it it's costs. everything associated with yeah, that. Yeah, like nurses. Oh, yeah, because the care is so diligent that it's worth four fucking But when grand. I paid for a semi-private room, that was 300 on top of whatever. On top you know, of all yeah. covers. my own, yeah, yeah. right? So they go, and it's going to be 4000 for the room, 1000 for the surgeon. Uh, nurses is going to be $400. Like uh, the surgeon that had already done the work. Yes. Mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But he's in the room, right? Explaining right. to the students what happened. And Do you get to pick like a cheaper surgeon? No. Like, you know, <laughs> no, give me the discount one. Surgery had already thing. happened. Oh. This is after the surgery. Yeah. It's very interesting because like any sort of like purchase in life, you could just be like, I didn't consent. Right? Obviously, you were going to want it done. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. But, you know, anything in life that you could be like, I didn't agree to that cost. Like you get a quote first and like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you just say, I don't agree to that cost, right? So, it's very interesting, like, how it happens afterwards that don't even discuss it with you. Yeah, it's very strange. It is, but it is not. Because what you mentioned earlier is like, most people assume that you have, yeah, that you're like, a Canadian, you're a permanent resident, so you don't really need, like, to, to agree to any of these. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, my bill comes to like $12,000. Holy shit. And I am like, I have a little bit of money saved. But how much? Grand. Like maybe $4,000. But I'm like 12000 At that point, I'd be like ripping the IVs out. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. So they go and they, everyone in the room, nurses, doctors, everyone's like, we're not going to charge you. Everyone decides to do everything pro bono. Whoa. They were like really nice. No, no, that means you paid for it. Because <laughs> someone still has to pay those people. That's actually well, not how, like the government, well, yeah. US it is totally not. Yeah. I mean, I don't personally have a yeah. problem with it, but uh, I mean. Well, you don't because it's a friend. Yes, but it gets to the point where it's, you know, health amnesty for everyone. Mm -hmm. So they uh, decided not to charge me. My final bill was like $4,000, the money that I had saved. And when you're like, 21 having four thousand that's a lot of money that's a lot of money i'm like what am i gonna do so i just like pay for it no problem the problem was when this was a recurring problem my mm -hmm. abscess came back three four five times 
How many times did you actually go get it drained? Probably five times. Was it? But then I... The second time they asked me if I wanted to get anesthetics. They told me I will save a lot of money. So I was like, okay, just freeze. Like local freezing. Yeah. True. Which was like a little bit painful, not a lot. Yeah. Then I met... Is it worth $8,000? Absolutely. Well, I like... I don't think it is, but I don't know what all the costs from being right. in an ER or like OR like are involved. So I... But I mean, I'm thankful that they took me and I just like help. Mm-hmm. And then your friend, Sean, he introduced me to another friend of his who decided to do everything for free. I don't know if the government kind of will get in shit for these because I went straight to. It's hoping we get some publicity. To so OR. It up. Mm-hmm. He opened me basically on a table and drained. And then I also, after that, I couldn't get a hold of him and, or he referred me to a specialist. Okay. The specialist was super nice and he just did it for free. He did an endoscope or sigmoidoscope. Sigmoidoscope or whatever the hell it's yeah. called. I don't know. Something where they He was like, I think we like got everything out of the way and. It was right. Like, did I you moan it. during the, the scoping? <laughs> I I also got like the scoping. in a pleasurable way. I got this. I I got that done without any anesthetics. Ooh. Also, was it like cold petroleum? But jelly? also, like you feel, yeah, you feel like they're blowing something into yeah, your ass. Like, well, they, no, because they are. They usually fill it up with air so they can have a better view of it. Oh my oh, god! Okay. And then I was able to see everything that was going on. Yeah, yeah. But I've always wanted to like just fuck with them, like when they go to do it for me, because I've always had a bunch with my colitis, uh, and I always just wanted to like when they put it in, like. Mm, just to like see that. <laughs> oh my face. god. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Who's your daddy? Ew. But yeah, I mean, like. I, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I would say I, I, I've been lucky overall. Uh, job, like, I, I was managing this restaurant for the last seven years. I got to the top. They paid me cash for the longest time. And I finally got my permanent residence a few months ago i mean it's a true success story really like you never really hear of this kind of a situation yeah and a lot of people say i also i like i feel it also has a lot to do with the people that you surround yourself if you're surrounded what yeah like like, oh yeah like it's if i was hanging out with druggies or like people that i want to rephrase that, that like all like these mexicans that decide to go cleaning buildings rather than find something better mm-hmm. i will not be here and also also my partner yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the also missing link part- i was just like i just got permanent residency like is, is if it fell also, down from the no, sky no, no. like it was like i my partner took like his name is james uh he jimmy. shout out to jimmy bar bar hi bar uh, <laughs> look at me now barb that's their pet name for each other is barb he after very really, like we start dating and a year into the relationship we decided to move in together mm-hmm. two years into the relationship he decided to help with my permanent resident application he was like i'll do whatever for you well i mean jordan and i have both also offered to marry you but you no, i i came really close yeah, yeah. oh actually yes yeah like, we forgot we, about that we, we were on talks I offered to marry him. I even told my mom. My mom was bawling her eyes. The out. reason why? Why would your mom bawl her eyes out? Just because I think she wanted me to get married to someone that I was actually in love with. I, Does also, she know you? I also got a, an, an email from. Do you want to rephrase that? I'm like, God. <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> 
No, but yeah, like we, the reason why we moved in together, one of the reasons why we moved in together, Jordan and I, we lived together for three years. It was because the plan was for us to like pretend that we were. To get married. Yeah. Which we even bought rings and everything. And I yeah. actually was very down for it. I was going through like, I, until like, it, it kind of changed because I was just going through so much personal drama at the time. Yes. And I just couldn't take the stress of it all. But, but like, but also, I would have been down for it. Yeah, like, but also, I mean, your mom also sent me an email at some point and she was like, it shouldn't be up to my son. And like. Really? I don't know about this. I did tell you about it. Yeah, I probably he have. He definitely to, told us about this. Yes. Yeah. Like I have this email from your mom. I'm like, she's right. Like. She had, but it's like, also my choice. I mean, I was an adult at the time. Absolutely, I was twenty-three years old. Uh, but I can see the concern from. I mean, I would hardly mother. call that an adult. Twenty-four, maybe. Like, no, I, I think it was a little bit older. Maybe twenty-six. Fuck, I don't even know my. I don't know what, what years. Like twenty-five. Peter? Whose house is this? Maybe twenty-five. But yeah, I mean, in any case, like you, on multiple occasions, told me that you didn't want to feel like you owed someone something yes by them doing you a favor like it was because this was like you were very and i i'm thankful for it but you were really pushy about it it's like okay let's just do it let's just do it well Well, because we were worried that you'd be like deported and we never see you again well i feel like all these happened after i decided to go back to mexico i bought a flight ticket to go back to cancun i was like sorry guys like i'm just like gonna do it Mm -hmm. then you contact lawyer contact your friend Sachi is like oh, I'm gonna contact you with this one person mm-hmm. we sat down we went for we went to a lawyer interview together I think we, we did yeah and we bought we bought rings By yeah the way, we did go that lawyer it was actually D-Bar they took his well wow, that sounds about right yeah. why he was bringing a lot of people from other countries but too many that he couldn't take care of them once they oh, landed. I so see. he didn't have the resources. The office that we went into Brad, was you know really that small. feeling, right? <laughs> yeah, he was I wonder like, how many digs I'm going to get about. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. No, I remember we almost... And I, to be honest, like, if you told me... I don't personally put any value on marriage and I don't really care to get married. Yeah. But, like, if I was going to lose my best friend, yeah, I would do it. And I, but yeah. I was wondering... Can you marry a person that you don't like, like from the government's perspective, don't have sex with? Like you just be what like, what is it? Their business. You don't, like, well, that's what I'm saying. When you but, apply, like, you don't tell them. I mean, that I know you tons of married sex. couples that don't have sex. Most of them don't. <laughs> the, the government application, it's a joke. It is you just show pictures of you together all around the world or all, all around Canada. Not even. But we had all the things that we needed. And the government, they don't even call you. The day that they call you and tell you you're going going on an interview, what they ask you is, are you a terrorist? That's question one. Yeah. Are you... I can't even remember the other two questions. That's, First of all, if you're a terrorist, you're not going to admit it. But it's... Oh, have you <laughs> committed... a big moment. Mm. Have you committed a crime or been convicted anywhere around the world? There's three questions. They would know. But, those things but that is that is your interview three questions mm-hmm. silly questions i was laughing in front of the official i was like really like is this like that's well it's similar to the nexus interview yeah like, exactly oh, oh yeah hi yeah and like these are questions that they already ask you beforehand mm-hmm. on your application but they just want to see your reaction i guess so i don't know if they're trained to like so what we've learned today is canada doesn't have a lot of checks and balances <laughs> in our system i'm pretty sure every conservative that listens to this is going to be like this is the fodder that they need but it's interesting because you know your own personal beliefs tend to go to the wayside when your best friend wants to come to the country because you think like you know i look at 99 percent of the people walking around i'm like do i want to share a country with these people and i can't stand them but you it's like your own principles go to the side because you're like this is a great 
a great person for society, right? Mm-hmm. But also, like, hardworking. Listen, I, well, yeah, everyone, like, paints a picture about illegal immigrants as, like, they're ruining the country well, and taking our jobs and blah, blah, blah. Rapists. Like, <laughs> we're rapists. Then we're those like, bad hombres. Bad hombres. Those bad hombres. But also, there's a lot of people that abuse the system when they're, like, Canadian. I live with this one person in uh, one or uh, one young street. Nice building. I was in between apartments, so I needed a place to live for a month. Mm-hmm. So I moved into this place with this person that was abusing every part of the system. He was on EI. He was on all sort of uh, government assistance. And he was living like a freaking king. And I'm like, I'm never. It will be shameful for me to take government assistance because I can't work. This was a like 30-year-old person that was able to work and he decided to just explode everything that the government has to give. Yeah. And I believe that, yeah. I'm like I'm listen, give me my papers and I'll be a better citizen than many other. I'm not generalizing, but a lot of people just come and they just want to squeeze yeah. It's like even people that have been born here yes, yeah, are yeah. just awful. And we yeah. need to start deporting them. Can you do that? Is that legal? Can you Actually, deport, uh, deport a Canadian? There, there, is, a, there is a program. Uh, if you... Can I volunteer? No, not for Canadians. But if you know that someone's illegal here, or if you know that they're abusing the system, you can just... Like a whistleblower like yes. mine? And, oh my and you God. get money. It's what? like Crime Stoppers, though. Yes. Isn't it the same thing as Crime uh, Stoppers? I don't think it's Nobody likes a narc. Don't fucking use that shit. <laughs> I mean, really? What kind of a low life do you have to be to calling in, like, tips on people? Well, it depends how much money they're paying. Would you do it? <laughs> it's $500 per person. <laughs> oh, my God. How many do you know? Probably a lot. We should lot, just start calling honest. in them on ex-boyfriends just to, like, get them, you know, just ruin their <laughs> life a little bit. Yeah, take them out. I remember one time I, someone that dumped me I was annoyed with, so I sent them one of those, like, STI e-cards. It tells oh, them that they remember, tested yes. positive. That someone they've been with has tested positive. Or you something. also sent me one at the same time. <laughs> oh shit! Maybe it was. <laughs> I don't remember. It was just Brad. I didn't do like the big ones, but I think I did herpes, and that's always a fun day when you get a little. A I little think mine said chlamydia, but anyways. Oh, whatever. Who hasn't had that? Who has? Grow I up, actually Brad. haven't. Grow that's up. what you think. I had a scare, but I never actually had it. Oh, boring. Knock on wood. Grow up. Oh, thanks for knocking on my cement. So no, I knocked on your wood. Uh, wrapping this it. up, this has been a beautiful conversation. Mm-hmm. We love you, Saeed. We love you. We're mm-hmm. so happy you're a permanent resident. Yay. Finally, a tax-paying, law-abiding what? citizen. Yes. Since this is the shame, what is the name now? Slaying shame. I don't know. Something about shame. What What do you feel like being an illegal immigrant? What do you kind of feel like the shame that you felt? Like what the judgment on you? In, in, like, when you were illegal, like, yeah, coming like from other people, Canadians or other, you know, legal yeah. people, like, what did it feel like? It is really funny that you ask this question. I don't, I don't think people, or at least I never felt any sort of rejection from people. When you will tell them, I don't have a health card, when I like, they will, they just will not understand it. You guys give, all these for granted mm-hmm. it's called and, white privilege yes and when you tell them it's like what like and you're here without papers and they will give you suggestions about like how you should get your papers but they will have like no understanding about it which in some way i feel 
it was a good thing for me because I never really felt rejected. You know, a lot of people is like, oh, there's like discrimination towards Latinos. There's discrimination towards these people. But I've been always embraced by everyone around me. I don't think that there's like, there has been a lot of shame. Maybe shame when I went and I had to look for a job and then had to lie about why I couldn't get paid. It's like, and just like, it's like, oh, I'm a student. I had to lie and say I was a student in order to get a job. And they were like, okay, don't worry about it. But other than that, I would say Canadians are freaking awesome. And I really do think, I, I think you're a little bit of an anomaly because obviously there's, you know, inherent racism yes. and everything. But I feel like one of the things when I travel, I'm so much more proud to be a Canadian. Oh, absolutely. And we have such a good reputation globally yeah. for a reason. Whereas like, you know, we, when even we're in Madrid, you know who the hell the Americans are. Oh, yes. Just the obnoxious people in the back. Mm -hmm. Just just screaming like, why doesn't anyone speak English? English you know? yes. And you just know. And like with Canadians, you know, when we travel everywhere that Brad and I have been, always nice things to say about Canada. And it's yeah. nice to be part of that. To know it was that like, like the story that I told you when we were in the south of France, we met this family and his mother and three daughters. Mm-hmm. And they asked me, because they heard me speaking English with someone. It's like, oh my God, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Mexico, right? Like, can I, like I'm, I live in Canada. And then I go, where are you from? And then the mom goes, we're from the States. And the little daughter goes, I thought we were supposed to say we were from Canada. And then everyone Like they tell laughing. people they're Canadian when they yeah. travel? Yes. That's yeah, that's like, very popular. It is a thing, Yeah. Maybe if you didn't elect a fucking moron to well, be your president. Well, and then she tried to apologize about, like, she was like, we're from California. We, like, don't, we're not Trump voters. We love the Mexicanos. Exactly. Well, yeah, like, people like, have shame about being American now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, We should interview Americans yeah. We're from Los Angeles, our gardeners, Hispanic, <laughs> and also our pool boy. Oh, my God. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Well, thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Saeed. Was this fun for you? What? Was this fun? It was, yeah. You guys are hilarious. Oh, he doesn't need another ego boost. No, it's fine. Brad, you're hilarious. I just want to tell you like this. Like, yes. Late night. Mm. Okay. Doctor, mm -hmm. What is Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew? Dre? The Drew. Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Dre talks super seductively. Yeah. Who's Dr. Drew? I don't Dr. Drew is like that love line show where people call in. With oh, their problems? Never heard of yeah. it. Maybe we should start taking callers and give them love advice. Hello? No kidding. I Live callers? Awful. Caller, you're aligned too? Are you circumcised? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, this has been episode three. I don't know even. We it is a different number. Three. It's probably going to change at some point. Probably. But it's been episode three with our best friend and... Illegal immigrant. Former illegal immigrant. Yes. And if you'd like to be on the podcast or you have any questions, Brad, where can they email us? Shame on you podcast at gmail.com. Can you say that again? Shame on you podcast at gmail.com. What if you hate illegal immigrants? Where should they? You, you can, can send your complaints also to that email because yeah, we love we love hate mail. It kind of drives us yes. to I will do love, more. I, I would love to hear what you have to say about the illegal yes. And send all nudes to shame on you podcast. Also, yes, we do accept nudes and date proposals. Yeah. We're, we're both single and ready to mingle. We're Unavailable. Very, we're very lonely. Okay. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Adios. Hey, did you like that episode of Shame on You podcast? If you did, we need your help. Go on iTunes, rate us, review us, and then subscribe. 
Or if you're a Spotify user, you can click the follow button. Even better, you could tell someone about the podcast. Thanks so much for your support. It's the only thing keeping us going. <laughs>